some senators are pushing agencies to improve the accessibility of their online platforms and services. At a recent hearing for the Senate Special Committee on Aging, committee members re-emphasized some recent concerns, specifically with the Departments of Justice and the Department of Veterans Affairs. Here with the details is Federal News Network's Drew Friedman. Hi there, Drew. Hi, Jared. So why are these issues coming up in Congress right now? So the Senate Special Committee on Aging, as you said, they looked into the accessibility of federal technology, specifically for uh, seniors and in- individuals with disabilities, as well as those same groups for veterans as well. So older veterans and veterans who have disabilities. This is coming up because, in part, the committee said that uh, accessing digital services has become a more prevalent concern because of the COVID-19 pandemic. You know, with more agencies, websites moving to online platforms and just more people using digital means to access uh, federal services, that's something that is just becoming more common uh, over time. And the senators said that it disproportionately impacts some specific groups. So, for example, Senator Bob Casey talked a little bit more about that at the hearing. The COVID-19 pandemic accelerated a long-term shift in delivering government services using virtual front doors instead of physical front doors. Unfortunately, over the years, the U.S. government has not prioritized making these virtual front doors accessible to people with disabilities, especially most recently. Digital access significantly affects older Americans and veterans who experience disabilities at higher rates than the general population and more frequently use these government services. So they're basically saying that federal regulations haven't really kept up with the technological advancements that are happening more generally across the country. Andrew, you've written about some recent legislation that that tried to improve digital services for veterans. Any any connection between um, that legislation, what was in that bill, and, and what was happened since it's enacted and, and the hearing that you're covering here? So Congress passed legislation in 2020 that's called the Veterans Affairs Website Accessibility Act that basically required the VA to report on how accessible all of its web pages are in helping veterans, uh, especially those who are older or have disabilities, access their um, information and their things like their health information. The law required the VA to examine all of its websites and determine, you know, how easy is it for people to use these websites. And they had to report to Congress on which websites weren't accessible, make a plan to improve that, and then describe basically any barriers to getting that all done. So more recently, in just in this past June, Senator Casey, after this bill was enacted, said that the agency still had poor compliance with providing web accessibility to veterans who have disabilities. And he spoke about this report that the VA delivered to Congress um, after the letter that he wrote. Here's Casey again. The resulting report had stark findings. Fewer than 10%, let me say that again, fewer than 10% of its websites were fully accessible as of last fall, and the department's plans to fix them were, in a word, inadequate. So basically, this letter that he wrote to the VA in uh, just in June, he's calling on the agency to just provide more details to ask and asking like how it will prioritize fixing accessibility um, and just asking for more information on its plan to fix these websites. And Drew, has VA responded to any of these accessibility concerns? 
the VA's Secretary, Dennis McDonough, did reply to Senator Casey's letter, and he broke down how the agency is addressing accessibility. Keep in mind, there are you know thousands of web pages in the VA's domain, uh, but McDonough said that just a small number of those websites comprise the really vast majority of page visits from end users. So 89% of all page views for the top 1,000 of VA's landing pages actually go to just two uh, web pages. That's the updated va.gov website and then also the My Healthy Vet platform. Um, those particular web pages, McDonough said that they had they actually had compliance scores above 95%, but they're trying to prioritize basically how to um, address these more highly trafficked web pages for the VA. And anything else in particular VA is working on to uh, be more compliant with Section 508 and the other laws around this? Yeah, so to comply with Section 508, um, VA is working to reduce basically duplicative online content. So just taking information that's um, uh, that's the same in different locations and trying to migrate it and just make it more streamlined. They, he, uh, McDonough also said that the agency is trying to limit editors' access only to the content they need, and then also conducting daily scans of the highly used web pages, uh, looking for flags for you know potential complaints about uh, accessibility, and then trying to address those within 24 hours. And as we mentioned on the way in, uh, this is not just a VA issue. Justice Department also getting called out on the carpet there. What are the, what are the specific issues the committee's looking at around DOJ? The committee, that they were concerned about DOJ's um, requirement to publish reports every two years about accessibility standards for agencies. So just looking at how accessible are agencies' websites, not just the VA, but every agency that has which would be every agency, um, has a, a website that people are going to be looking to access. Um, but the Senate the Senate Committee on Aging said that they were concerned because DOJ actually hasn't released this report that's supposed to be every two years. Um, they haven't released one since 2012. So it's been a decade since they've released one of these reports. Wow. Oh, all right. Federal News <laughs> Network's Drew Friedman, thanks very much for bringing us up to speed. Thank you, Jared. And you can find Drew's reporting on this at federalnewsnetwork.com. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. <laughs> 